This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Uh, Hello, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline. You're every Monday and Friday video cast live on Twitch, rebroadcast on YouTube, and of course, your lovely podcast for about six years on iTunes. How y'all doing? Hopefully, well. You guys can't really talk to us, so kind of a dumb question to ask. Oh, I'm sure but, they're doing great. Uh, I'm sure every single one of them is doing absolutely perfectly because all of our listeners are amazing, beautiful people. I totally agree. Uh, 100%. And with me today is the mighty stash himself, Pablo. Although it's more of a stash now, it's a, what, a beard now. It's, a, it's the full facial evolved. hair compilation. It's evolved. It's, it's, it's evolved. It's, it's, in, it's in its final, final form. form. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I like it. Awesome. Um, so yeah, today uh, we're going to be talking to you guys about all sorts of cool stuff going on in the gaming world. And let's go ahead and start. So, uh, let's go ahead and start with Nova Open. That's coming up in, ooh, it's what, two weeks? The 30th. We leave on the 30th. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's coming up. Nice. And uh, neither of us have fully painted armies yet. Nope. Uh-oh. I just learned how to airbrush uh, last week on Friday. Yep. And um, it's been a week, and I haven't airbrushed anything since. <laughs> well, you're off to a good start. Uh, I actually don't paint my army, so it's all in the hands of somebody else. Hopefully, it gets done in time. If not... I don't know what I'm going to do, but we'll figure it out. Um, so yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about our lists. Um, I'll dive in first. Okay. Uh, I'm bringing out Sisters of Battle, uh, although they're not called Sisters of Battle anymore. They're Adeptus Sororitas or something. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure how they're to pronounce it. They're the Sorority Sisters. They're the Sorority Sisters. That's how sisters. I always remembered it. They party hard. They, they, they party hard. they go to school even harder. Yeah, and they're so woke. That's so that's the that's the term now, right? There. I like it. I think that I think that's what they call it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, been a lot of fun playing with it. I've got some repressors, got uh, emulators, all sorts of tanks. It reminds me a lot of the Battle Company because the sisters themselves are pretty uh, affordable, um, so it saves you points on buying those expensive tanks. Right. Um, even though they're not really super expensive in hindsight, but. Still, you get like the battle company feel. You have all sorts of vehicles, a lot of infantry running around. Um, one of my buddies got me hooked on the Seraphim. The Seraphim have been excellent. Being really? able to move 24 inches in a turn is pretty nasty. Because of the active phase. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, so it's pretty nice because uh, usually on turn one, you only used active faith on Celestine, but now you can use it on other units. So it gives you some options. And the Seraphim are excellent at locking people in combat. They have melted pistols. They're really, really good. So you don't deep strike them. You just start them on the board and move them 24 inches. Yeah, it really depends on what I'm playing against. Like sometimes I think I'll deep strike. Other times I'll use them to uh, clog up the board and force deep strikers away. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they're kind of like my sacrificial unit. They run up, usually die, and then the rest of my army gets to you. Um, but it should be a lot of fun. I'm taking some close combat units as well. Um, I'm taking the units from the Adeptus Ministorum. Um, yeah, so I've got a priest, I've got some Arcoflagellants, some mm -hmm. death cults. Arcoflagellants are really good. Arcoflagellants are super good. They're, they're really good. I, I believe they have three attacks each per attack on their profile. They have a D3. So D3 they have D3 attacks. attacks, they have two attacks, and then if you have a priest, they get 
three, so they, they get three D three attacks. They can get up to model. nine attacks. And they have three wounds each, and I think they have an in. Uh, they have two wounds. Each, uh, they have a five up in with save, and they hit on threes with zealot. So they get to re-roll in the first round of combat. Oh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Strength five. You put them in a vehicle. Yeah. They go in an emulator, they drive up the field. That's really strange. Um, so yeah, they're really good. They'll be my anti-horde unit um, because of how many attacks they have. And then I have death colts, which would be like my anti-marine unit. And death colts next to the priest have five attacks each. Nasty. Damn. Yeah, death colts are really good. If you guys haven't looked at them, definitely recommend it. Um, and then some dominions. Dominions, in my opinion, are one of the best units in the game. Dominions Being able and to scout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get to scout. The repressor's open top, so they can shoot out of it. They don't have to get out, which is excellent. It gives them some protection. And uh, I give them uh, five Alpha Guns. So watch out, Knights. I'm coming for you. That's crazy. Um, yeah, and, and actually, if you're following along with the Hammer of Wrath uh, on Best Coast Pairings, mm -hmm. Adrian Junior did win the whole event. He yep. won with the Sisters Army. He actually beat Reese. Um, uh, I have the list. Uh, it's all, I think it's already off Best Coast Pairings, mm -hmm. um, unless you're subscribed. Um, so... I will talk about the list on my podcast, nice. but it's it's basically a similar list to your list, but it has more shooting. Yeah, because he I think he takes a lot of guard units. He does. He takes some, he yeah, takes guard artillery. units, um, yeah. and then he has the sisters. I don't think he has seraphim. Mm -hmm. um, and then he's just basically uh, very cagey, going yeah. around the board, shooting what he needs to. Um, yeah, which is not like your list. Your list is more in your face. In your face. <laughs> in your face. In your face. But it's a it's a really fun army. I'm loving sisters. They're a blast to play. They're really strong, um, and I think I'm going to do pretty well with it. Uh, we'll see. Time will tell. Hopefully. <laughs> well, you're nowhere near my bracket in the invitational. I'll I'll, I'll see you in the finals, Pablo. You and me. <laughs> we you play and me, in buddy. the finals. The two underdogs. Here we come. Let, let's just quit. Let's just. Draw. Be, just <laughs> <laughs> okay. Handshake. All right. <laughs> No, uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and talk about your list, buddy. Uh, so, so, so I'm bringing two lists uh, to the Nova. Um, I, I'm going to talk about my Nova open list because that's okay. the list we're talking about. Yep. My invitational list is still, um, it's half secret, half I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, so, I like it. That's so awesome. For those of you who may not know what the Nova Invitational is, uh, it is a 32-man bracket single elimination of tournament mm -hmm. uh, that you must be invited to. Uh, you declare your factions beforehand. You don't have to show your list until the day of the event. Yep. Um, and basically, because it's a single elimination bracket, you're only potentially going to be playing 16 players instead of the full 32. Mm -hmm. So you, you split the bracket up into two different brackets. Uh, you look at who's in your bracket, and then you can kind of figure out like like what you're going to see based on like predictions and matchups. Um, so so like I've got like a, a good percent chance of playing like guard. There's a lot of guard, and there's a lot of demons in my bracket. So, yeah. so that might be what I prepare for um i don't think there's any knights or toughness aid in my bracket period um <laughs> which is which is kind of cool like, yeah. oh, okay i'm definitely not going to see knights uh so the nova open list is going to be more take all comers list i expect to see i'm expecting to see like like eldar gonna be really mm -hmm. popular uh chaos is going to be extremely popular and then obviously yeah. there's gonna be a lot of gilliman so i'm gonna build my list to beat that and guard guard are, are also really strong mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna use my hammer of wrath list uh which you guys can find uh, last week I played Brandon with it yeah. on Friday, um, but it's basically it's going to be four Grey Knight Strike squads, um, some company commanders for cheap HQ slots and a battalion detachment, uh, with some conscripts or infantry squads because infantry squads are cheaper and they don't bring a commissar and they have higher leadership. But there are ten less models, so it's it's kind of a give and take there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I've got let me see I've got two Cyclopses, 
Cyclopses are all the rage. Uh, people love them. Every time <laughs> so people good. see them, they're like, whoa, a Cyclops, what does that do? Yeah. Um, and it, it, here's a just a quick segue. Sorry, this is a little rambly, but... When you when you ask when you tell your opponent like I know what is in your army and then like first turn ask them what the cyclops does or what what their models do like just like, don't do that <laughs> every single ask game ahead of time. Yeah. yeah every single time game at my hammer of wrath um my I ask my opponent like here's my list I will answer any questions and they're always like oh I know what your army does you've got Gilliman and you shoot me and it's like oh well, all right well all that's right. fine um and then <laughs> and when the my cyclops, cyclops are up. driving up they're like wait wait that does how many last cannon shots? It, it's, <laughs> so, so just uh, just keep in mind, um, you might not know what your opponent's army does. So you yeah. just, just triple check. But anyways, the Cyclopses, I'm bringing the Cyclopses, um, and then I'm bringing uh, my boy Bobby G, who I will be running for the entirety of 8th edition until he gets banned or nerfed. Aww. <laughs> so, so which, which might, might be He's a possibility. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to run Reboot Gilliman. Uh, and then behind him is going to be a Thunderfire Cannon, some Whirlwind Hyperioses, which I am quickly falling in love with because they table Eldar by themselves. They're so strong. <laughs> just shooting them down. Yeah, yeah. just plus one to hit via, or units with the fly keyword. Pretty good. Uh, strength eight. So they, they usually do really well. Um, and then bring some quad launchers. And so it's a basically very it. well-rounded list. The Grey Knights are excellent, especially with the abundance of demons that they you're are. seeing. They're really um, good. Their smites are excellent against them, and then uh, they do a lot of damage to them in close combat as well. Yeah, so. And they actually got a better psychic power. Yeah. Um, so before, the smite was really good against demons, um, and Hammerhand was, was solid. Yeah. So it made them a little bit more of a threat. And then Gate of Infinity, if you give one squad Gate of Infinity, that, that can help you in the late game. Mm -hmm. um, but they all get access to Vortex of Doom now. Yeah, Vortex which of Doom is, is nasty. insane. It, it, I think it does, you pick a unit within 12 inches, and then it does D3 mortal wounds to that unit, and every unit within 3 inches of that unit. Yeah, it's uh, super strong. It's crazy. Yeah. Yes. If you can get it off, it is nasty. Yeah. And com that combined with Gilman's Orbital Bombardment, from the Ultramas <laughs> Codex, and a Cyclops blowing up, you could potentially do, you know, 3d3 mortal wounds to everything within a six inch radius, um, which is insane. That's, that's pretty that's good. That's crazy. Yeah, so uh, when you play against Pablo, keep your screens away from your army because otherwise they will be annihilating your army. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good don't, call. Don't listen to Frank. Don't just, listen. Just, keep just your screens, bundle up. Just bundle leave, up, leave them all together. <laughs> you know, don't worry about it. Don't, don't charge me either. Don't, don't worry about just it. Stay, just stay right where you're at in one corner of the board. Oh, that's awesome. Out uh, of range of all your shooting. So what army are you worried about playing? Like, what army do you think will be, like, the hardest matchup for you? Um, right now, it's it's definitely an army that can that can get first turn and shoot off my artillery off the board. Mm, oh, I'm yeah. bringing three quad rapier bolters as well. Yeah. Um, for for horde spam, mm -hmm. uh, basically I built the list. The, the list was originally to deal with toughness eight and knights and flyers, and that was kind of what the list was geared towards. Yeah. Um, but I moved away from that when I saw Bay Area open. There was a lot of horde lists. Um, there wasn't a lot of toughness seven. There was a lot of toughness seven. But there was barely any toughness eight, um, and there was a lot of shooty list. Uh, so that's kind of what I'm building my list towards to be yeah. is artillery and, and huge horde spam. Um, and I'm also, with my list, I'm pretty much guaranteed to get three points every turn with the kill 60 or more models, um, or whatever, plus first strike and and uh, kill three units in a turn, which which I, I get pretty much every yeah. game. It's yeah. easy to get. Um, so uh, a low model count, toughness eight army, like three knights, is terrifying, because mm -hmm. I can't actually hurt the knights. <laughs> You're like, um, uh -oh. Yeah, and I didn't have to really play the objective mission, yeah. which, which I can't really do if they get in my face really quickly um like knights do 
uh, and then have a way to keep my strike squads off of objectives. So that would be that would be my scariest matchup. Yeah, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, I think my scariest matchup is going to be demons. Uh, just I don't really have any mortal wounds in my army. I can't do any mortal wounds. So so like so Magnus, that will be difficult. Um, Magnus with a three up rerolling ones. Is like, <laughs> Magnus with a three up rerolling ones will be difficult. Uh, Brimstones are going to be tough. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, so let's hope that I miss some of the demon players as I go through my invitational rankings. Uh, but if not, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a go. I've got a lot of tanks, got a lot of sisters that jump on objectives, and uh, of course Celestine is a monster. So That's true. Uh, but uh, on that point, uh, Demons and Thousand Suns actually got a new small little FAQ. Um, so yeah, so some of the Demons went down in points. Uh, the Basically, what they did was they made it so that it's in line with the Chaos Space Marine Codex. Exactly. Because um, people, there were whispers of people saying like, oh, I'm just going to use the brimstones from my chaos index, yeah, the like, two-pointed ones that, that are not nerfed, um, and then that's it. And GW was like, no, 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 <laughs> stop that. You're not gonna you're not gonna ignore the rules we put in place to make this game better. Yeah. So I think this is kind of their response to those whispers. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. That's exactly what it is. They brought it in line with the chaos codex, like uh, the power rating going down for blood letters. Yes. Um, and then the points reduction for like blood letters, uh, pink horrors, uh, demonettes, and plague bears. Yeah. Um, and then they did the uh, slight nerf to the brimstones that w everybody was seeing, um, to where their uh, smite isn't as strong. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's perfect. It's fine. Like I, I think they they probably still shouldn't have a four up invuln because yeah. they they could be toughness point zero one and it have a four up invuln. Wouldn't matter. Yeah. It's still they'd still be really strong. Yeah. Um. But but. Uh, the one mortal wound on a five is much more reasonable. Definitely. Um, and, you know, full unit of pink horrors, which is also cheaper now. Mm -hmm. um, being able to smite two, D3 mortal wounds, that's fine. Yep. Um, but let's talk about the, the Blake Bear, Bloodletter, and and um, Demonet uh, points reduction. Yeah. Uh, do you think you're going to be seeing a lot more of them? Because I know Bloodletters are actually really good. Bloodletters are mean, and uh, Demonets are pretty strong too. They're not too bad. Um, Plague Bears don't have a lot of damage output, no. but they're pretty resilient. But I think with the points reduction, you will see these units more often. I think especially the Blood Letters, like you're talking about. I think you'll see people summoning them in. Because yeah. um, summoning in demons is really strong. Um, I think a lot of people have missed that. But summoning demons is, in my opinion, one of the best tactics that you have. Because you set aside like 500, 600 points. And throughout the game, you can summon in whatever you need, where you need it. Um, it's super powerful. Um, yeah. And I think blood letters will be the main choice. In yeah, that. one of the, one of the things I'm actually terrified facing yeah. is um, a demon, a chaos army that, that has Magnus and he warp times himself or another unit, and then they deep strike a unit of chaos space marine terminators in your face, <laughs> yes. and then warp talons, and then Arcos the Faithless infiltrates up and summons like thirty blood letters in your face, and that's all in your face turn one. Yep, that's like there's like there's nothing you can do about that mm -hmm. um, unless you have like infiltrators of your own. Uh, or if you go first and you move your bubble wrap up, um, but that's that's something you guys should keep in mind. Is oh. Arco's the faithless? This the plague bearers, blood letters, and demonets points reduction only helps them even more. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. Yeah, and then uh, they also touched on thousand suns. Thousand suns have access to all of the powers as well, because yeah. uh, people were wondering if they could only use the old ones, if they could use the new ones, and all this, and they have access to all of them. So. Yeah, well, I mean that makes sense. It the totally the only makes powers sense. they have. Yeah, you know, they're chaos space marines, basically. Exactly. Um, the the big thing with that, the big implication 
uh, is actually the Magnus. Magnus gets uh, essentially plus one invuln now, mm -hmm. um, and he can already reroll ones yeah. on his failed invuln saves. So you have Magnus now with a three up invuln rerolling ones, which is almost equivalent to a two up invuln. It's pretty powerful. It's, um, it's, it's not really quite good. a two up invuln, but it's almost there. And uh, yeah, Magnus with that much resilience is going to be pretty strong. Um, although in most games at the BAO, I was seeing him getting like killed on turn one yep. Every but time. then at hammer of wrath i saw him making it to the end of the game which is weird maybe people are getting better with their tactics with him or something or uh, you see a lot of people just yeah. shoving him in your opponent's i know face. they shove it up but yeah like alan de hessa uh, i played he was my very first round opponent i ended up losing yeah. to him um but his magnus basically moved warp timed up failed to smite killed like one artillery in it and then and then i shot it a little bit and then gilliman just like Killed. Pop, and, killed <laughs> yeah. and he was like, "Oh, well, that was like, that oh. was anticlimactic." And I was like, "Yep, he yeah. still won." But um, but yeah, it, I think uh, and our, uh, I think a lot of people were tr maybe using him wrongly, or, yeah. or maybe he's just too many points. Uh, but this is definitely a buff, and dare I say, it, I think he needed it a little bit. Yeah, he's really strong. He's really popular, but he wasn't winning people games outright. He was dying really fast, no. as you said. Yeah, I think he was dying in most games, like, turn one. I think this extra resilience is going to make him even, uh, like, really scary. Mm -hmm. um, but I think people, like you said, are probably playing him a little wrong. They're playing too aggressive with him and not having enough threats, like maybe just him. Yeah. Um, but if you have a lot of threats up in their face, then they have to make choices, and then Magnus can actually survive and do some damage. But, uh, yeah, three plus three rolling ones is nothing to, uh, nothing to just... Brush off. Sneeze off. Oh, yeah. No big deal. <laughs> no, especially sure. on a model that you have to kill. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So uh, hopefully we see some of you guys at Nova Open. We're really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and uh, vote for us. Come on. Let's get it. Do the rankings. And then uh, all right. Uh, GW announced uh, new Necromunda. Have you ever played Necromunda? No. So no. we have a cult following here in Game Empire in yeah. San Diego, uh, led by Kiwi Ben. Yeah, um, who has a beautiful Necromunda gang. Yeah. Um, but I know the only thing I know about Necromunda is that there's like they're like like a hive city, and you have like these gangs, and they like shoot at each other with shotguns and stuff in a city. Yeah. So basically, it's a big city. narrative game. Okay. So basically, you create a crew, and they start out like terrible. They're like cultists, right? Just <laughs> not good. They don't have any like leadership buffs or anything. They they're just by themselves. And you need a cultist. And then throughout the games, you get like different charts, they get different uh, rewards, you buy gear for them and all that stuff. And then they turn into like Abaddons and stuff. Oh, shit. So then you get like, but at the end of each round, like say a guy gets injured or something like that, he could die. And then oh. he's gone forever. For, for the whole campaign. Yeah, exactly. So you have like, a, I think it's five or maybe 10 guys. Um, and then they get buffer or weaker, and then you have to hire in new recruits, and then you have to start all over with those guys. So it's a lot of fun, a um, lot of modeling uh, opportunities there, and they're releasing a bunch of new models with it as well, which are going to be fully uh, plastic or full plastic kits. So wow, that's, that's going to be cool. If anything, those are those are just good for cultist models. Yeah, you'll no, see I agree. Cooler converted cultist models. I mean, it sounds a lot like Blood Bowl. Um, it is very similar to Blood yeah, Bowl. Yeah, at Game Empire Pasadena, I guess they have a big Blood Bowl thing that they have every couple months yeah. and they have like a fantasy draft oh, where awesome. they draft each other's players and, or uh the player not the, the players themselves the humans but the model players yeah um they have this big like fantasy draft and i guess there was this like in the finals this one uh like bug ogre i think grim gore i don't know i don't play blood bowl but yeah. this big like ogre goblin dude 
like needed to score like a touchdown or, or, or get a kill or to like win this dude the whole fantasy league. Yeah. And then immediately turn one like a dark elf assassin went bop and the guy rolled like shit and he died. <laughs> oh, no. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but the Blood Bowl and Necromunda, all those are uh, uh, same thing with um, uh, Mordheim. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's the exact similar. same. Uh, they yeah. all sound like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, no, it's a blast, and uh, I think I think everybody in the shop are talking about getting into Necromunda and starting up our own little league. Um, so that would be a lot of fun. Maybe we could do like brackets and stuff like that. That would be pretty cool. Um, and then let's see, a lot of Gen Con announcements. Uh, Voltec Vivian will be a Signar model that Privateer Press has exclusively at Gen Con. Ooh, um, that's the picture right there, right? That's she's the, pr- with the hair. Yeah, yeah. She's got the hair. She's got a big old staff. Giant mace. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah, Privateer Press releases these models every year at Gen Con, so nice. uh, this one is really cool. Um, and then big announcement for Fantasy Flight Games: uh, they're working on a Star Wars miniature game called Legion. Ooh. So in the pictures, you can see some stormtroopers, and then you've got some rebels. rebels. You've got Luke Tom Skywalker Tom. and Darth Vader. This uh, would be amazing. So, oh, I'm torn. See, there was the Halo miniatures game, yeah, which was on Kickstarter and um, was actually kind of a flop. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, yeah. it disappeared. Um, so I'm kind of torn. I don't, I don't know. Fantasy Flight Games is riding the Star Wars license hard, right? They have like Armada, Definitely. X-wing, mm-hmm. uh, Imperial Assault, yep. and they have a card game. Oh yeah. Um, and now they're gonna have a miniatures game. Um, so I don't know. I, I feel, I feel like. I, I don't know. The, the rules must be... The rules better be amazing. Um, yeah. So rumors are that it's going to be a lot like Rune Wars, um, which I've heard nothing but great things. I haven't played it myself. Rune Wars um, is just like X-Wing, right? They, uh, they have like maneuver dials. And I think so. Right? I'm, not, I'm not positive. But uh, I've heard great things about it. So I think this will be... I mean, with how big the Star Wars uh, community is, I think this will be a, a hit, um, whether it's amazing or not. I mean, the miniatures true. look pretty good. They look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited about it. I mean, we've been hearing rumors about a Star Wars miniatures game for a long time. It's right. been since we started Frontline Gaming, we've been hearing rumors about it. So this would be cool uh, if they had been working on it for that long. That means the rules would probably be pretty strong because uh, it's been this, pretty it flushed out. So. Games. They, yeah, they make good. They do. Games. They do good work. Um, so and I, I, it's a smart business decision because uh, Episode Eight is coming out. Yeah. Um, and they pair it up. Yeah, X Wing. When Episode Seven came out, X Wing. Found it like like that's when X Wing really blew up. Is when uh-huh. Episode Seven came out. Then Rogue One came out. It kind of like staggered a little bit. Kind of yeah. rode the Episode Seven ride wave for a little bit. Um, so it's a real smart business decision. I'm sure it'll turn out well for them. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm excited. I like Star Wars. It's, I would definitely Star play Wars some Stormtroopers because Stormtroopers are cool. Star Wars is badass. Hopefully they hit better than they do in the movies. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and then another announcement at Gen Con. Uh, well, not really an announcement, but they're. Uh, Hawk War Games is demoing Drop Zone Commander 2. So they're in the beta or the beta right now and uh, they're showing it off to people at Gen Con. So. Oh, I I I want to I want to play and love that game so much more. Yeah. Bluff is Drop Zone Commander. So so Drop Zone Commander is is essentially there's five factions. Is this, yeah, there's five now. Yeah. The Scourge. Yeah, cuz they have the Resistance, the they Resistance, have the Scourge, they UCM, have the UCM, uh, the Shaltari, Shaltari and, and the, the Post-Human Republic. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's five factions now, mm-hmm. um, and it all revolves around like like in the future, year four thousand or whatever, space battles and yeah. um, dropships. It's a little more gritty and realistic, but also kind of fantastic. It's it's a really good setting. Yeah. So I love the setting, um, but the game has been in decline. Mm-hmm. It has. It's a smaller game. 
Um, so I'm kind of curious to see how Drops and Commander 2 goes. Drop Fleet Commander was really was really hyped, and a lot of people were really hyped, happy about it. And then um, I don't know what happened. There was a couple people here in San Diego, and then they just stopped. Yeah, I mean, um, I know their Kickstarter took a little bit longer than they were expecting for Drop Fleet. Um, mm -hmm. You see it happen time after time, especially with those very successful Kickstarters. Um, they run into a lot of snags. Um, but from what I've heard, Drop Fleet is amazing. It's a really fun game. Um, it's just it's hard for these miniatures games because they're competing against Warhammer 40K, X-Wing, Magic the Gathering yeah, Magic. and stuff. So you're competing with all these other games. Uh, it just It's hard for them to really get in there and get a good foothold. But, I mean, they're still around. They've been around for a long time. That's they're, true. I, I, I think they're growing. Um, but just, like, if you go into a local game store, it's very rare that you actually see somebody playing these games. Um, I think a lot of these guys probably play at home with their friends and stuff like that. That's probably true. Um, which makes it seem like there aren't a lot of them. But they definitely are if they're coming out with a uh, Drop Zone Commander 2. I am super excited about this because this is such a fun game. Um, it's it's such a blast. Like, you can blow up buildings and stuff. I mean, it's it's really fun, very uh, very tactical. Yeah, and um, I was looking at some of their changes that they made, um, yeah. just kind of like the change log. And it, it's not like an 8th edition mm -hmm. overhaul. No. It's like they're changing things that, you sh that, that make sense. Like, um, for example, vehicles will be able to... Uh, leave a transport and still shoot. Nice. Um, which is something that you couldn't do before. So they're mm -hmm. basically they're making the game less clunky uh, and fixing some of the clunkier rules, um, and then keeping the game essentially the same, which I think is great. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they've done from the very beginning. They're just kind of fine tuning it. Uh, they adjusted points with things that were too powerful or not powerful enough. Um, they're really listening to their community, which is great. Um, I, I. Wish nothing but the best for these guys. Uh, I will definitely pick up Drop Zone Commander 2 oh, yeah. and give it a go because uh, I love my Shaltari on me. It's so much fun. All right, uh, this weekend we've got all sorts of ITC events. We have two majors going on. Uh, we've got one at Gen Con, which uh, Reese Robbins will be there. Uh, you guys can go say hi to him. Uh, he's not playing in the event, but he'll be around at Gen Con. Uh, he'll probably swing by the tournament, say hi to everybody. Um, and then we've got Capital City Bloodbath, um, which is up in Canada. Yes. So, yeah, congratulations. A, a lot of Canadians. So, uh, Dan Blatt, two-time winner of Capital City Bloodbath, just mm -hmm. got back from ETC, and he's not attending. Oh. So, if you're in Canada land... Take it. Uh, it's open. It's wide open. Get it. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, there's, cool. there's events going all over the place. I mean, we've got quite a few here. Right. So, all right. And we've got ITC rankings. So, your top ten currently. We've got Paul McClevely in first, Brandon Grant in second. That's your... That's your buddy. He's Go on your Brandon. team. He's, he's uh, what is nipping he? at 11, his heels there. 11 points behind pa yeah. Paul? Not Brandon, too far. I'm so disappointed in you, man. Uh, number three, Nick Notavati. Good job, Nick. Uh, oh. Four, Andrew Ford. Five, Mitch uh, Pelham. Mitch Pelham. Six, Sam Henley. Seven, Ryan Olson. Eight, Aaron Hayden. Nine, Sean Morgan. And ten, Matt Evans. Congratulations, guys. Keep it up. Get those points. Uh, top teams. We've got Beast Coast in first. Uh, followed by Mugu Legion. Thir uh, third is Relentless D. Yeah, Good job, buddy. That's my team. Uh, fourth, Left Coast Corsairs. And fifth, Death Spiral Down. Uh, top, Adeptus Serratus. Uh, we've got Adrian Gennard. Good job, Adrian. Just won the Hammer Wrath GT like we were talking about. Yeah, he's, he's definitely got oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adeptus Stardays. We've got Thomas Hextrom Oki. Whoa. So, so with the Space Marine one, Thomas Oki and Nate, Nathan Bates yep. are point seven. <laughs> points away from each other it's crazy that, that's that is going to be hotly contested awesome. 
Uh, Astro Militarum, we've got Sean Porter, uh, Blood Angels, Timothy Travers, uh, Chaos Demons, we've got, uh, what is Ian, that, Lane, Ian, Andrew? Ian Andrew, I think it's Ian. I think it's Ian, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, Chaos Renegades, Aaron Hayden, uh, Chaos Space Marines, Kieran Howard, Colt Mechanicus, still updating that, sorry guys. Uh, Dark Angels, Ben uh, Rolson, uh, Dark Eldar, we've got Herb Schaefer, Death Watch, we've got Anthony Diamore. Eldar, we've got Andrew Ford, Eldar Corsairs, Carter Leach, Grey Knights, Shaylin Allen, Gene uh, Stair Colt, Josh Bagwell, Harlequins, David Irvings. Irvings. Ooh, sorry, guys. Uh, Imperial Knight, Mike Keys, Inquisition, still working on it. Uh, Knight Renegades, Tom Drury, Corn Demonkin, James Shop. Uh, and then we've got Militarum Tempestus, which we're still working on. Uh, Necrons, Alexander Gonzalez. Um, Assassins still working on guys. Sorry, we're transferring everything over. Still takes a little bit of time. Uh, orcs, we've got Andrew Hallard. Holland. Holland. Helland. Sorry. It's, the orcs. <laughs> I'm actually kind of disappointed. The orcs points are actually really low. I know. Three, three, three. They got the it. They got to get a big major win in there. Come yeah, on, come boys. On, orcs. Come on, guys. Step it up. Wow. Space wolves. We got Mitch uh, Pelham, Tao, Paul McLevely, and Tyranids Henry Two. Uh, congratulations, guys. Make sure to go out and get those points this weekend. And uh, make sure to tune in tonight. Pablo and I will be playing Warhammer 40K on our Twitch. Uh, We're going to be playing Fate of Conor yeah. Nova style. Ooh, um, that'd be fun. We're going to be playing on our new mat. I think so. I think we'll be playing on the Chaos mat. Um, but anyways, awesome. guys, make sure to tune in. Uh, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time for a fun game. All right, guys. Thanks.